0: My crazy entitled aunt breaks into my house while I'm away out of the country and tries to steal money from me, claiming that I owe her money so that she can go to college. And despite the fact that I never agreed to help pay for her college, she still felt justified in trying to rob me. But as a result of all of this, and after a lengthy court case, she ended up getting three years in jail, as well as owing me well over $8,000 for all the damages that she caused. Here's what happened. So I have recently moved to a house I bought in October This house was one of the houses that my dad's friends wanted to sell, so he gave me a discount for the house. He has lots of properties in my city and wanted to sell some because he's moving to Germany for work in April. As a side note, I do not live in the United States. It's a three-bedroom house with a small garden in the front and a big garden in the back. I also finished my master's last August, and now I'm planning to travel Europe in October for at least half a year after I finish the project that I'm in charge of for my job. Now, here's where the problem comes into play. I have an aunt from my dad's side who started college last October. Around the time I bought my new house, she told everyone she doesn't have the money to pay for the semester and cannot continue unless she pays till February. The thing is is that no one in our family can help her pay, but me and her brother who said no to this request and now everyone is on his back saying how heartless he is towards his little sister. And for me, even though I bought the house in full, I have my trip money saved. And if I give it to her, she will have enough money for the rest of her college years. Where I live, by the way, college costs about $20,000 for all the years that you're going to be studying. Now, she asked me if I'm willing to pay for her college, and she would really appreciate the gesture. She said that I don't have a mortgage on my house, so I can absolutely help her. And she said that she would make sure to pay me back by the time she finishes her studies, and even give me interest if she can. But here's the thing, if I give her the money, I will no longer be able to travel, just like I was planning on doing. And I had saved that money for almost 7 years. My mom said that I needed to help her because she is family and she used to help a lot with me when I was a kid even though she was a kid herself at the time. My dad on the other side said that I should not help and let her figure it out herself. He said that I deserve a break and that I should just ignore her and the rest of the family regardless of if they like my decision or not. He said that I should just focus on my project and plan my trip when I have my free time. I talked with some of my close friends and they were very split on the decision and honestly at the time I was split about it myself because I truly wanted to help her out but I didn't want to miss out on this trip either. Fast forward and I decided to go on my vacation two weeks ago because I finished the project I was working on in late May instead of July like we thought we would. So I started to plan the vacation and when it came to house sitting my house, I chose my 19 year old brother because he can live in my house free of charge as long as he takes care of the place. Plus I also really trust him. Now when I was in Germany, I got a WhatsApp call from my brother about how when he was away to get food, he found our aunt's car next to the house and when he went to check, he found that she broke the door and was looking through my stuff, most likely to try and find something of valuable to steal and she most likely didn't know my brother is temporarily living there and somehow thought that the house is empty. He called her out and said that if she didn't get out, he would call the police and dad but she refused, claiming that I owed her because she now has to Take out loans in order to continue her college education. And she believed that I should help pay her loans because I didn't help her back in January. My brother ended up calling the cops and messaging our dad. And when she realized what was going on, she went to her car and then she drove off. When the cops and my dad came, he told them what happened and showed the camera footage, which shows how she broke the door, went through my stuff, and wrecked the place. The cops took a copy of the footage and told my dad that they would handle the rest of it and keep in contact with them when they they were finished with her. He told me that they caught her later in the night in her friend's apartment and they were going to charge her with breaking and damaging my property. She broke my TV, my PS5, part of my games collections, my gaming PC, and some other stuff that I thankfully don't care about as much. Now, at this point, she is in jail and has a court hearing and I need to be at trial. Now, luckily, my dad's a lawyer and he managed to only need me to be there through Zoom instead of coming back to my country for the trial as long as my dad will be there to represent me as well. Well, I feel like garbage on my vacation, even though it has been a week. I didn't know my aunt was capable of doing something like that, and some of the games that she damaged were some of my favorites of all time. So anyways, fast forward to the trial, and the trial was longer than I thought it would be. We were there for an hour and a half. In the trial, her lawyer said to her defense that my aunt had a manic episode because of her not doing well in classes, to the point that she had to retake two classes in the summer, and if she didn't take them, she would have to repeat her first year. And also, because she was a recovering addict, which is something that I definitely didn't know, she chose to use the herb for the first time with her friend group and that when the idea to rob me came up, she went ahead and did just that. Now, as you can see, the defense wasn't good. I mean, the herb only became legal in my country for medical purposes very recently. Even her lawyer looked like she didn't have enough to work with and the judge did not look happy with this. Now, I told my lawyer that the stuff she destroyed destroyed, like my computer and the games were very important stuff to me and that I lost the data from the games that I accumulated in almost 20 years, which also isn't true by the way. I have everything saved up on ROMs on my SD card in my room. I just didn't tell that to anyone and thank God I did this and when I told my lawyer this, they also believed that she should be reimbursing me for all this stuff at market value as well as all the other stuff that she broke. I did my best to look sad when I was questioned about the whole thing, unlike my aunt who looked like she was faking it the entire time. After all of this, the judge came with her sentence. She was going to serve three years in jail, not because of breaking into my house, but because there was an illegal substance in her car. But she can be released early if she acts well in jail. She also now owes me $8,200 for all the damage that she caused. And that includes all the stuff that she destroyed. And luckily, she will be able to pay for some of the expensive stuff. Well, now that she is in jail, I'm sure that some of my family will absolutely hate my guts. And this is just based off some of the messages I got in the past three weeks, calling me selfish, an entitled jerk, a backstabber, and all this other stuff that are way worse than that. But honestly, when it comes to my aunt, I hope she has a fun time in jail. Wow, what a crazy person. This lady really was like, okay, you're going to pay for my college classes. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do any of that. Why on earth would anyone try and make that assumption simply because this person paid for their house in full? Like this lady's acting as if this. This person had won the lottery or something like that they're now running up to their house and begging for money and you know what if you go into college and you're failing your courses and you're not being responsible with your money and you're unable to pay for it well then guess what you probably should not be in college like seriously how is that anybody else's fault except for this really weird aunt like isn't it her responsibility to pay for these classes why is this falling squarely on the shoulders of the original poster they're literally just trying to save up to travel europe like they literally don't need this kind of garbage and this isn't even to mention the fact that she broke into your house just to try and steal some kind of valuable belongings, all because she thinks that you owe her money. Like, that is honestly insane. So, truly, good for you for putting your foot down and getting back at this crazy aunt, because at the end of the day, she absolutely had it coming. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My entire old neighbor treats me and my family like garbage, all because we replaced his best friends that used to live in the house that we were currently living in. Here's what happened. So to start things out, this happened back in 2002 or 2003. My parents and I had moved into our home in October of 2001. The prior tenants of our house, the people who lived across from us, and the house two doors down from us on the left were all really good friends. But the prior tenants and the two doors down house were the best of friends. And for the sake of the story, the best Best friend's name will be John. John is not his real name. Right from the get-go, John was not a fan of us because we had replaced his best friend. Now, mind you, the prior tenants willingly left because the husband had gotten a job three hours away. It's also worth mentioning that the prior tenants were the type to wake up at the crack of dawn to tend to their flower bed, as well as maintain their front lawn and wash their cars and stuff like that. They were everything that we were not. For a couple of years, we lived there without there being any kind of issue. Then, one day John decided he had had enough. My mom had just gotten done mowing the front and backyard when shortly thereafter she hears a weed whacker. She looked out the front window that looks out on our front yard and sees John weed whacking our lawn. She goes to find out exactly what it is he thinks he's doing and he then just goes off on her about how he's tired of our lawn looking the way it does and that he's giving it the proper care that it needs. John and my mom then get into our driveway and eventually John sulks away. You would think that that would be the end of it, but no, not even close. My mom had gone back into my house and proceeded to call my stepdad to let him know what had happened. As she is on the phone with him, somebody rings our doorbell. My mom opens the door to find John has come back for round two. Only this time my mom was not having it. She decided to threaten him with the police and he finally, permanently went back to his house. Thankfully, we never really had any other issues with John regarding the lawn, but the damage was already done. My stepdad had convinced my mom that she couldn't grow the lawn out to the maximum length that the city would allow, and then only trim an inch off. We did take great joy when we had Halloween-themed lawn flamingos for a bit, because we were certain that John absolutely hated it. Wow, John's a complete jerk. Like, seriously, stay off of other people's property. It's not that hard of a concept, and honestly, he was asking for a lot of trouble if he seriously wanted to try to do that. Like, seriously, what on earth was he thinking? You can't just do that to someone else's property. And honestly, the way he was acting is so out of line. Is he really trying to act as if the new tenants of this house somehow forced his best friends out of the neighborhood? Like the guy literally took a job, what, three hours away? That is literally no one else's fault except for the people that moved away. So yeah, that guy's behavior was so far out of line, but your mom handled that like a pro, and thankfully, John never gave you guys problems ever again. My mother keeps venting to me about all the things going wrong in her life, and I honestly don't know if this is normal, and at this point, I don't know what to do. So I'm a teenage male, and I was treated awful by my father since I was three years old, and my father separated from my mom a little time before I was born. I stopped visiting him after a major fight when I was 11. There were a lot of court cases and fights between my mother and him, which I had the pleasure of hearing every single time. My mother would tell me in detail about the contents of the fight that I didn't witness and tell me how destroyed she felt about them. If I didn't listen to her, she would get upset and get very angry, talking aloud to herself saying things like, I see that I have nothing important to say to you and would then just keep rambling about how we didn't care about her, how she would move to another place with our dog, that she would never come back and that we would need to do everything on our own. We both eventually learned to ignore those comments, but it was still very devastating at the time. She first targeted my brother and included me in their fights around the time I was seven. In those fights, she always picked something random that we did wrong and if we didn't do Do anything wrong that day, she would pick something random from the past. She never physically hurt us. She doesn't go to my brother for support or to vent because he's autistic and she doesn't want to burden him. I am eight years younger than him, but I have always felt like his big brother. Emotionally, I've taken care of him for four years now, just how a parent would with a six year old. So we constantly fight because of the misunderstandings. And honestly, I don't blame him. I just need to listen better to what he tells me. Now, back to the point my mother would randomly have a bad mood, so we always have to walk on our toes just so we won't anger her. I know that she has those mood swings because she was treated awfully as a child. She tells us about it every single day in detail. I feel like I'm a terrible son because I feel like I need to support her more and not get annoyed whenever she vents to me. One day I was tired and she was venting to me again. I asked her if she could maybe stop telling me those stories and talk maybe to an adult. I did not suggest therapy because we are not able to afford it, and we are unfortunately poor. And yes, also, she does tell us about finances all the time. When I told her this, she got angry. She said to me, and now I can't even talk to my own children. Am I not good enough for you? Do you hate me that much? You know that I don't trust other people. And at this point, I just snapped. I asked her, if you don't trust people, then why do you keep sharing my entire past with them? She then got even angrier and then walked away, only to then give me the silent treatment. She never even apologized for this, but she does apologize for everything else, as in even if she doesn't do something wrong, which makes me feel even more responsible for her emotional well-being. I love her with my whole heart. She is a good person and has supported me through very hard times. That's why I feel guilty for being annoyed at her for venting to me. Is this a normal situation? What should I do? No, this is not a normal situation. You are her child. You are not her therapist. And I get it. You guys are poor and you can't afford it, or at least that's what your mother likes to tell you. But regardless of all of that, you are not responsible for her emotional well-being. She is a grown 47-year-old woman. You are only a teenager. You are not responsible for an adult and their experience in the world. And let me tell you something, 47 years old is absolutely old enough to know better than what she's trying to do with you and your brother. And honestly, from my perspective looking in, she does not sound like a good mom. Sure, she's done the bare minimum of being there for you in the hard times, but it also really is not okay in my opinion. The way that she's practically guilt tripping you anytime she tries to like vent to you and trust me I get it being an adult is very stressful there's lots of things that come along with it that honestly a lot of people just wouldn't know about until you become an adult yourself but I think it's very poor of her to turn this around and basically place it all on your shoulders that in my opinion is not fair and she absolutely either needs a friend or some kind of support group to work through this trauma because honestly at the end of the day none of this is your fault or your problem am I the for telling my half-sister that I will not be naming a baby after her. Here's what happened. My husband and I have three children together. Our youngest was born this summer and we have always named our kids after other people by not using their direct name. Our oldest girl is named Jamie after my brother, James. Our middle daughter is named Cleo after my sister, Chloe. And our youngest son is Devin after my husband's best friend, Devine. We spoke to each person we honored prior to finalizing the name. My siblings were so happy and my husband's best friend was over the moon. We also never publicly said that we named them after these people. We would just announce the names and leave it as it is. After my third child was born, my half-sister, who's about 12 years old, asked me if I would name our next child after her. But when she asked that, I said that we would not be doing that. She then asked if I would name any child I have after her and my answer was still the same. Now for reference, my half-sister is 12 years old. She was upset about this. This angered my mom. Mom, who said that it was pretty clear that my kids were named after people and I shouldn't just honor two siblings and not honor all three. I replied that it should be mine and my husband's choice what we name our children as well as who we name them after. My mom then said to me, you looked your baby sister in the face and you crushed her heart and soul. You basically told her that she is not a real sibling while also implying that only full siblings are worthy of being honored. She then said that I treated the kid like a piece of garbage and I should have at least offered to help or pick a name or something like that to smooth things over. But according to her, instead, I said no and acted like her feelings didn't matter. My mom also had some things to say to my husband and he just ignored her. He told me about it and I told her to keep my husband out of it. So she said, fine, you can take the role as the sole jerk of the situation. She then said that my siblings were close since they didn't care about our half-sister feeling upset either. That is, according to my mom. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? First off, I want to say that naming your child after somebody in your life, in my opinion, is an awful idea. That is not a good idea that's only going to result in some kind of drama, and the situation happening right now is a perfect example. But honestly, you're not the jerk here. As long as you're not trying to, like, single out or pick on your half-sister, or make her feel isolated from the rest of the family, then honestly, this is not that big of a deal. Because at the end of the day, this is a decision between you and your husband. No one else has a say in this matter, and honestly, your mom is being a complete jerk with the way she's been acting. My friend is making up conspiracy theories about my fiancé, all because he got denied his visa to come back to the United States. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So I met my fiancé when he was here in the US on a student visa, and he switched his majors when he was in school. Back in June, he assumed he had to go back to his country to receive a new visa because he saw friends go back for their visas. His friends stayed within the same major, and he didn't. So, for that, he unfortunately got denied. We were both devastated, and we have been stressed ever since. He has another visa interview coming up, so we're hoping he'll pass that one. But if not, since we're already engaged, we are probably going to proceed with a K-1 fiancé visa process. Now, I don't think my friend likes my fiancé all that much. She always pointed out to me that he lacks being assertive, and she would constantly mention it up to the point where it just became hurtful. I think since he left to go back and everything going on, he became much more assertive Assertive and confident. I also know that my fiancé has anxiety and I get it as I have anxiety too. I wouldn't judge him for it because it's so common to have anxiety and I'm even medicated for it. I feel like she uses the fact that he has anxiety against him as well. I don't like some traits her boyfriend has but I never mention it to her. I think he's one of those alpha male types. He treats people horribly and he really is a know-it-all but it's not my place to even mention what I don't like about him because I know how happy he makes her. When my fiancé got denied the visa, I went to her place to talk to her about it. Her boyfriend has knowledge of visas because he came to the US on a work visa. When I told them what happened, they both aggressively blamed my fiance and insisted that I was stupid. Her boyfriend also yelled in my face and pointed his finger at me. She just sat back and let her boyfriend aggressively get in my face. She also insisted that he's only using me for a green card and that he's trying to get me to go back with him to his country. Now, I know that it's neither of these things, because I had countless conversations with him and they were all about whether he wants to stay in the US or go back to his home country. After all of that, I thought we moved past it and she did apologize. But when we were texting, she told me she thinks my fiance left because life was too hard for him here. The easiest outcome was for him to leave for a vacation to see his family and then come back because he knew that he was going to marry me, that his dad didn't want to pay rent for him anymore and that his parents were going to financially cut him off if he doesn't come back. She just came up with all these conspiracy theories about him. It's not fair at all that she would say this stuff about him without even knowing him. And she doesn't even understand the situation at hand. Yes, he made a big mistake by leaving and should have talked to a lawyer first. But she has no right to come up with these theories without trying to understand the situation. Even when I tried to explain it to her, she told me that I don't know what's going on and she feels like she knows the answer. I told her that she's just making up conspiracy theories about him and I have this knowledge because I'm the one in the relationship. I told her I'm sure she's looking out for me in some kind of way, but I no longer want to be talking about this. And every time she tries to bring it up, I tell her that the conversation is over. But I feel like she hasn't moved past what I said. And even texting her now, she seems so distant and mad. I don't know what she's looking for out of me. Or is her conspiracy theories and what she said about my fiance completely unnecessary? What should I do? Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that you're still friends with this lady. First off, you know the truth. You know your fiancé a lot better than she does. And you know for a fact that he's not coming back just to marry you to get a green card. And his family's not going to disown him or anything like that or cut him off financially or any of the other garbage she's spouting off. She is literally talking out of her rear end. She literally doesn't know what she's talking about. And honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would not waste my time entertaining any kind of conversation with her when it comes to your fiancé. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell. to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.